Welcome to Creating Influence, a podcast where we talk to creators, entrepreneurs, freelancers, and all-around innovators. We want to bring together these people to help inspire you with their personal insight on a range of topics. We thought it was important to bring some great ideas to help inspire you to create and launch your plans, and who better to connect with in our community. Today we're, ta- today we're talking to Ashley Taggart about mental health and being a blogger. Hey Ashley, how are you today? I'm good, how are you doing? I'm good. If you could introduce yourself and explain what you do. Yeah, so my name is Ashley Tagger, and I am a mom of three boys. And what I actually do in my career is I am a social media and digital marketer. Um, and I'm also a creative influencer on Instagram. How did you get into blogging or Instagram? So when did I get into it? Yeah. So I got into it about two and a half years ago. Um, I've always been into Instagram, but really started to share my story and um, become a mental health advocate about two years ago um, when my I, my best friend at the time was pretty big into Instagram herself. And she was like, I really think it's a great platform for you to share your life experience and your stories. And so that's kind of how I dove into it. Can you tell me some of your strengths that you think really helped you in blogging? Um, I think the biggest strength that helped me in blogging was being vulnerable. So being able to really share the raw parts of life and myself and what I've struggled with, um, that's relatable to other people. What has been the most challenging moment in your blogging journey so far? So the most challenging moment I think comes sometimes on the day to day. So I'm, like I said, I have three boys and when raising three boys and being home and working creates its own challenge. So trying to find that time to be able to share what I'm going through sometimes gets put on the back burner. And I think when we go through trauma, we have a harder time speaking out. We kind of just hold it in while we process it. When I feel like really releasing it helps us to really, you know, cope and relate to others while we're in the moment. So I definitely think it's challenging when we're going through stuff to be able to keep blogging. What have been highlights of your blogging career so far? Um, so I would have to say the connections I've made. Um, I've made so many wonderful connections with people who can relate to me, moms who are going through a lot of the same things. Um, also the growth. It's so amazing to watch your platform grow and have so many people who understand you and um, being able to help all those people and being able to help people thrive with experiences you've gone through. You can tell yourself one thing before beginning your blog, what would it be? Um, that the, the journey is honestly a roller coaster. You're going to feel on top of the world at one moment and you're going to feel at the bottom the next. And that's just kind of how life works, but don't quit. Like keep sharing your stories. Don't be afraid to share who you are, what you believe in, because you truly really never know who's watching your journey and who's benefiting from it. Um, there are people who thrive because of what you share. So I'm a true believer that you should never stop sharing what you're passionate about. Why did you decide to become a mental health advocate? Um, so essentially, I have gone through a lot in my life. And unfortunately, I felt like when I was younger, I didn't really have the resources to work through a lot of stuff that I went through. And I think that back then mental health just wasn't talked about enough. 
Um, and now I think it's so wonderful that people are being more vulnerable and sharing um, things about mental health. And so I'm one of those that feel strongly about speaking out when you're struggling and knowing that you're not alone because I think it truly saves a lot of people. To share your mental health story on social media. Um, so like I said, I feel like mental health is a topic that a lot of people actually suffer from. Um, there's so many different mental health things and I feel like being vulnerable is really, really hard for people. And my hope is just to encourage those who feel alone or afraid to speak about what they're struggling with, understanding that they're not alone and that there are people there for them. So that was really why I wanted to be, you know, start sharing my stories. What do you have to deal with your negative thoughts? So like we all have negative thoughts, right? Um, no one is free from those. It's, it's kind of how, it's how we respond to things that happen to us, unfortunately first, but I think how we actually respond to the negative thoughts is vital. So whenever I feel personally or think a negative thought, I try to replace those thoughts with like two positives. Um, but I understand also that we all don't have days where we can replace our negative thoughts with positive thoughts. So I think it's okay to recognize that we're having those negative thoughts, but try to shut it down the best you can. Um, Self-compassion is vital to mental health. And so is having grace on yourself. So, you know, balance is key and knowing when those thoughts are just very untrue, you know, just recognizing them. What is something that someone might be struggling with their mental health? Um, So personally, things that I think I have seen in myself, as well as I've talked about with my therapist, you know, lack of sleep is one of them, like inability to get good rest, um, changes in your appetite, major mood swings. Um, I, I call it the word, especially in moms, just the word exhaustion, feeling utterly exhausted. Someone who is struggling with their mental health as a friend as a, or as a family member. Um, so support is one of the most powerful tools to healing and mental health in, in my eyes. And just knowing that someone can relate or that they're not alone can save a life. I feel like getting those who are struggling to talk about what they're going through and having them actually talk about it releases so much negative energy. And honestly, even just being a listening ear, I feel like sometimes people don't need solutions. Sometimes people just need someone to actually listen and being a friend who can just hear and cry with somebody and not just suggesting solutions all the time is a huge help as well. Mentally, what do you do to relax? So honestly, it, it probably depends on the day, but I try to unwind. So like the way I unwind is take a bath. I take a walk. I do meditate personally. I use certain apps on my phone that really help me just center myself. Any activity that doesn't take a lot of mental effort. Um, you know, sometimes people say dive into self-help books, but for me, I have to be willing to be open and to receive that self-help. So when I'm really struggling on a tough day, I try to do things that are almost mindless, like watch a show that doesn't take a lot of emotional energy, anything where I can actually just take a break from a lot of thought. Um, Sorry. Um, What effect do you think social media can have on your mental health? So 
I think scrolling is hard and comparing yourself to people is really, really difficult. Um, social media is so prevalent now and it's, it's surrounding us at all times. And we are constantly seeing picture perfect images of people's life. But, you know, I think it's hard for some people to realize that those, those are curated images we're choosing. These are people choosing to let you see what they want to see. Um, and separating reality from what is content curated is really, really vital for someone's mental health. Um, you know, being an influencer myself, when I first dove into it, it's something I really struggled with, you know, comparing how many likes you have to somebody else and who has more followers. I made a choice early on that I wasn't going to compare myself to others because I'm a true believer that comparison is a thief of joy. And if you are feeling like you're getting lost in comparison, it's so important for you to take a social break. Um, but I know a lot of people who really, really struggle with the social media aspect of things and comparing themselves. Body confidence. Um, did you say tips on body confidence? I, yeah. I honestly struggle with this daily. Um, I think a lot of us do, but I try to remind myself every day that my body is carrying a lot of weight. Um, my body isn't ugly. My body is strong. My body is capable. It's carried three beautiful little boys. I feel like if you start viewing your body as a gift and a strong vessel, you actually start to care for it more. So the more positively you speak to and about your body, the more body your body is actually going to do for you and the more you're going to love it for exactly what it is. What is your favorite self-love practices? So my top is definitely meditation. I love it because it can take three minutes to completely settle your thoughts. Um, I'm also really big into caring for your body physically, um, taking walks, doing yoga, just anything to help get your body and those endorphins going. Because endorphins, I mean, it's a known fact, endorphins make you happy. So that those are my two top favorites for sure. Well, thank you so much for speaking with me. Thank you so much for interviewing. No problem. You can find Ashley at XO Ashley Taggart on Instagram. And you can find Creating Influence at Creating Influence on Instagram and on Facebook.